Yo, what is good world? It's your boy Calvin Leroy King, the one, two, fizzer. And you are now tuned in to another episode of This, That, and the Third. Brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock. Tell a friend to tell a friend to download the Urban Broadcast Media app. Check us out by w- by searching www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com. And anytime you miss the show live, you can always check out the replay on our amazing podcast on SoundCloud and or iTunes. And once again, it's your boy Calvin Leroy King, the third, and my lovely co-hostess with the mostest, Miss Reese PC. The one and only Hey y'all So y'all know what it is man So we thank y'all for tuning in And turning up with us once again We gonna uh, begin the best way that we know how And that's by Getting all up in Reese's business <laughs> How was your week girl? It was good What did I do this week? Any highlights? lights? What was the best part of your week? Um You know it was the week of camp Stroke, stroke. Camp. So, they was teed every time they came up here. They was like, Guess what I did today? I scored 17,000 points. I'm like, Damn, you leave the league. <laughs> so, they was doing good in their respective baseball and basketball camps. Yeah, and that's you know, they was tired at the end of the day, and that's always my Man, That fatigue sets in. <laughs> And slumber begats them. Right. And that's what's up, man. So shout out to Twin Media Group. Um, and then some things you're looking forward to this. But you know, it's a lot of stuff going on. And we will get to that yeah. in a couple segments, yo. A lot of stuff going on. All right. Well, my week was straight too. You know what I'm saying? Um, pretty chill. You know what I'm saying? The kids are out of school, so they spend a lot more time here at the studio, yeah. or or just on my line bugging me. So that was a uh, different. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, man, the youth employment program is coming to an end. You know what I'm saying? So we got slow clap them. Brothers and sisters out, you know what I'm saying? And they did a great job, too. Uh, UBNYD, they held it down for six months strong, y'all, and they learned a lot. They did. They, they were here, busy. what, January? January. It started Martin Luther King week. Yeah. We're going to make that a week. Uh, so Martin Luther King week until recently. What yeah. up, Unc? I see you on the live. What up, Jay? They feel like, you know, our coworkers. Straight like that. They're like our peers. They're <laughs> yeah, like our junior seriously. peers. I'm real. So uh, we're going to begin the show the best way we know how by recapping last week's show. For those of y'all that were not tuned in, you missed a dope show. And what we're going to do expeditiously is recap what you missed and then also reveal what our musical theme was. Now, each and every week here on This Down the Third, we give you a musical theme that has a common thread between all the songs that we play. We just want to know, can you guess them? So this week, uh, we will have the musical theme as well. And anybody that guesses this week by calling in or by hitting us on the uh, Facebook Live, I'm going to give y'all some free juvenile tickets. Okay? Mm. Mm. I got the plug like that, man. Mm. So shout out to our uh, sponsors, first and foremost, Twin Media Group and Freelance Academy. And we have a major announcement. Our new executive producers are none other than... Pyramid Marketing, Marketing Solutions. Solutions. All right. So LLC. shout out to LLC, straight like that. So shout out to Jeff O'Suzy. Shout out to Larry. Shout out to uh, uh, Femi, the boy, and uh, everybody else associated with the movement. Man, we appreciate y'all getting behind this and making this uh, everything it can and should be. All right. So our musical theme from last week included One More Chance by Biggie, Let's Get It by G Dep, Used to Love Me by Faith, All About the Benjamins, P. Diddy and the Fam, Looking at Me, Mace. And better. Can't you see? Total featuring Biggie and their Crush on You remix, Junior Mafia. Now, that was a pretty easy theme. Reese, you want to tell the people what it was? Well, let's ask our guest. See if he okay. caught on just by listening. Yeah, did you hear the names? Do you think like I got left our bad and bougie? You said, <laughs> he said, no, look. <laughs> wait, wait. We went straight. I was like, huh? He wait. reeled me in on that one. I was about to say, what you say? It kind of got it. You almost baited. You almost baited, GG. No, no, no. Pretty no, no, obvious. I'm, I'm completely oblivious, though, so, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the common theme was everybody was from Bad, Bad Boy, Boy Records. Yeah. All right. So we had, like I said, one more chance with Biggie. Let's get it with G Dep. Used to love me by faith. All about the Benjamins, P. Diddy, and the fam. Uh, looking at me, Mace. And then Can't You See Total featuring Biggie and then Crush on You Remix, 
which is one of the dopest Junior Mafia tracks ever besides yeah. probably Get Money. Yeah. Uh, so, man, shout out to Bad Boy. Shout out to the 90s music, the early yeah. 2000s. Oh, right. That whole era. Like the common thread right the there. Yeah, it was all 90s. Yep. Yeah. Straight like that. All right. And we're going to talk about some classics or lack thereof with some new albums that came out uh, pretty recently. So, uh, last week, all we really talked about was our weeks in review, right? Mm-hmm. Around the town. Upcoming events, politics, sports, posted up, and of course we ended with our first, our best and uh, favorite topic here on this, then the third, and that is relationships. relationships. All right, but enough about last week. You ready to talk about some new news, Reese? I am. Let's go. All right, well here goes some new news for all you new news out there. And for those of y'all that are just tuned in, this is this then the third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at eight o'clock right here on UBM. Download the app, check out the website, and check us out anytime on SoundCloud and/or iTunes by searching this, that, and the third, spelled I I I like the Roman numeral three. All right, man. So we talked a little bit about what our weeks are going to consist of. Now let's go ahead and kick it over to our special guest so we can have as much time with this amazing brother as we possibly can. Reese, take it away. Okay, so today we have in studio none other than David Peterson Jr. Um, of the A. Philip Randolph Pullman Porter Museum. He's the president and executive director. So let's slow clap him in real let's quick. <laughs> had to drop my live real quick <laughs> we sorry um, but yeah I really wanted him to come and speak because I first got introduced to him um, on the show Image Makers which Straight is done up. by Carl West dope show um, and Don Pongo is the host of that show and I just thought it was amazing and it, there was so much information that I didn't know about the Pullman Porter Museum I wanted him to come on our show and kind of just spread the word a little more um, and I know it's summertime so I'm sure they got events and stuff going on Straight up. and I uh, just wanted to tell people and educate the people on what's in our community that we don't know about or utilize straight like that so without further ado man we're gonna bring our guest in and we usually don't introduce our guests we allow them to introduce themselves because can't yeah. nobody tell it better than they can brother so the mic is all yours no doubt well, i appreciate it i appreciate it straight up i mean first and foremost thanks for having me on the show i appreciate y'all reaching out it's, it's definitely a pleasure and an honor to be here at ubm uh shout out to doc all day you know a uh, pioneer who really just created a lane for us you know to tell our own narrative so shout out to him for that yeah. and shout out to him for uh at the press conference oh, you <laughs> Hey, classic doc, man. I mean, but, I but that was so needed, though. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. so many times we get in these spaces and once again, someone else controls our narrative. Right. You know what I mean? Or, you know, a lot of the times, you know, they want to polarize the negative side yeah. or, or the unarticulate side. You know, mm-hmm. they'll let somebody with the shower cap on their head get up in front of, stand up in front of the right? microphone for hours, you know, but let somebody who's, you know, ready to articulate themselves and talking about something positive, then, you know, they want to cut you off and right. give you sound bites, you know, so right. shout out to him for that. But I mean, you know, all of this is important because, you know, what we're global ambassadors of over at the museum is something called cultural economic development. And that's basically a concept, a notion that gives us the ability to control our cultural capital. You know what I'm saying? Everybody around the world knows that black culture sells, but unfortunately, we very seldomly are the beneficiaries of that. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to people like Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? Drop the drop the joint this morning, you know what I'm saying? That is an example of what cultural economic development is. You know what I mean? Indeed. He strategically put him in, a, in an ownership position where he can own the fruits of his labor. He can control that narrative, when it comes out, how it comes out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it can be downloaded, that's power. And that's somebody ex- exercising that power, you know what I'm saying? So 
that's the move for the new millennium, man. Like, we got to own our stuff. We got to be direct beneficiaries of ourselves. And we got to interact with people from a power perspective. Yeah. Very true. Like, Very I mean, true. I don't care if you black, white, purple, dotted, spotted. You right. know what I'm saying? I'll work with you. But I'm going to interact with you from a power perspective. I want to be the owner on the other side of that conversation. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we grew up and they was telling us what was power. What was the synonym they always gave us with power? Knowledge. So yeah. how does that tie knowledge in? Is that power. So how does that yeah, tie yeah. in? Mm-hmm. Knowledge is everything. Knowledge okay. is everything. You know, like back in the day, um, during the Great Migration, of, of which last year we celebrated the centennial of, you know, in 1916 to 1970, you had like 7 million blacks move from the south or up north. Straight up. Uh, 500,000 came to Chicago, and the majority of them planted right here in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right next door, you have a church. That is where the first black labor union used to organize right, right here in the city of Chicago, you know, because a lot of the churches weren't allowing them to do it. They Shout were too radical. Yeah. You know, so, you know, right here on Parkway Boulevard, you know, they used to get it in. And um, quick question. I heard from a brother that owns a black owned credit union over there on 55th. Mm-hmm. He said that Bronzeville used to be called the black metropolis. Mm-hmm. But as it became less Black and it was more bronze, right? <laughs> said that's where the name came no, from. Is no, that accurate? Absolutely right. Okay. Absolutely right. Stay yeah. woke. Stay woke. Reese <laughs> over here giggling and snickering. I'm dropping jewels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like no, that's, that. that's really what it is. You know, this is where the lottery kicked off. You know, what I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like running numbers and all that. All of that. So you know, Dang. that's why the porters were so influential. Yeah. The Pullman porters because these were the guys that were best, basically like the ushers of the, of the, of the Great Migration. Mm-hmm. You know now for those that ain't woke Because I only went to the museum recently And I'm 35 So I can only imagine how many people right. on the sound of our That's voice Don't yeah. even know about Pullman Porter And the rich history therein Yeah, yeah, I mean a lot of people don't even know You know that A. Philip Randolph was the grandfather of the civil rights movement Because they hear about the polarized figures But they don't understand about who mentored them Who gave them that platform right. Right. Said, The okay, king right. makers yeah, The king makers Like he basically gave them the stage to speak at the March on Washington because that was the second time they organized it. They originally organized the March on Washington in 1941 because there was, you know, discrimination in the armed forces. Right. So they threatened to do a March on Washington, went and sat with a president that they did not like. Once again, they went and sat with a president that they did not like. All right. Some say tough it. conversations. Right, Sometimes you got to negotiate it and negotiate it from a power perspective yeah. on mm. behalf of our people. Straight yeah. like and that. what happened from that? They got him to sign an executive order, mm. 8802, which banned all discriminatory practices in the armed forces and work related fields. Right. See, this is what intersecting from a position of power is like, not intersecting from an emotional standpoint. Right. I don't like you. I'm not going to speak to you. Right. Uh, I won't it. be taking that visit. Oh. You know like, how we like on that with our oh athletes. Like, don't go see Trump without oh, the band, man. but it's like, man, go in there with a list of demands, why don't you? And then you go, and then you, you got the audacity to stand up with your fist in the air like, that's power. That's right. not power. That's not power. Power is the ability to look at your 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 uh, opponent in the eye and deliver him a consequence. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Dang. That's the capacity that we got to elevate to so we can elevate ourselves to a regal existence. So going back to those porters, you know what I'm saying? When they were on those trains, you know, they were listening. They were attaining knowledge, you know, through osmosis, through, you know, education. Right. It wasn't school. It wasn't formal learning, but they were eavesdropping on these prestigious businessmen who were mm-hmm. traveling on the trains talking about their business interactions. Right. And as they were getting their tips and their meager, you know, uh, salary that's how they were able to come back to places like bronzeville and start up businesses because they learned how to do it from just listening and observing on the trains Straight you see like what i'm that. saying so that's why you know when all of their children they always sent all their kids to college you know what i mean some kind of second education because mm-hmm. they understood that that was going to be the determinative factor so we have a descendants registry of over like five thousand people 
and and the majority of those people every time they come to the museum they wound up being some prestigious this or an educator or this or that right. they all understood how important education was you see what i'm saying and that's the foundation for power you know straight like that i, I couldn't mean, have said it better myself man Reese. i just don't know what to say you gotta take a so deep for breath. those who are just tuning in this is straight david up. peterson jr um of the a philip randolph portman porter museum he's the president and executive director and he's young, y'all. Young, like, wise, woke. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Like right. when you when you meet a lot of brothers, like I honestly did not know how he moved. All I know is he cool with my brother Dave Jeff. So I was like, he cool, right? They just roll with cool people. That's all I, I was like. Maybe he does fashion. I don't know what he does. And, no. and, and Warren, too. That's and, 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 and KT. And KT. Yeah. Holds your head, KT, no right? Question. So just by association, I knew him. Second, you know, we was one degree separated. And it was just like, all my guys is cool. Knew him. So I'm like, he's just a cool brother. And then tell, tell me, am I correct? You went to a fam? Yeah, I went to uh, Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University. Okay, we ain't going to show a nip. We ain't going to show a nip. Say like See that. See what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Really? So, yeah, all the brothers that went to uh, what he just said, when I call fam, you, you know what I'm saying? But uh, man, the brothers. But I can't, oh. I can't, I can't just you know discriminate on my other alma mater. So let me shout everybody out. Shout, here, shout right out to the mighty mighty Broncos. Kim like Academy. Shout Wood. Out to, shout out to the Broncos. The Wood. Shout out to DePaul. You know mm-hmm. where I got my grad degree from. Shout okay. out to them too. You know. What would you um major in? Uh, undergrad or grad? Uh, both, both. So, Run it down. So for undergrad, I did political science uh, with a minor in uh, urban planning economic development. Okay. And. Uh, for my master's at uh, DePaul, I did a uh, master's of applied professional studies. Gotcha. So that's like a, a curriculum where, you know what I'm saying, that a lot of adult learners go there. Yeah. This was a school for new learning at DePaul. And um, a lot of the people that are in that class are older people, so you have to create your own curriculum. The, mm. the analogy they use is most curriculums are a bus ride. This is a motorcycle ride. you got to be in charge. Yeah. So we had to pretty much build our own. And mine was uh, facilitating the design and development of small business and entrepreneurial endeavors in the urban setting. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I chose a setting being an urban community to do this experiment on creating black businesses. Right. You know what I mean? And, and teaching them the things that they needed to be successful in. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the times, you know, stats show that small businesses close in the first five years, mm-hmm. you know. That's because they don't have access to that capital, to the resources, and to the education needed in order to sustain. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to find out the mechanism in order to do that so we could create businesses that are self-sustainable in our communities. Preach, brother. Naomi Taylor on the live. Shout out, Naomi. She said, go on, David. Uh, Speak that man? truth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the, the live lit, though. Like, we'll never yeah. get this many. <laughs> like, they like, yo, this brother, they finally yeah, talking yeah, some sense. We're going to get into the rat shade. Don't, don't, and stay right, tuned. We can still, this down the third. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna give y'all some jewels first so, and foremost. So, yeah, quick question: yeah. I'm Do you all it. have any events that go on during the summer? Because I think we need to get more people over there. On the real, no question. So, we just had our uh, annual Juneteenth celebration, right. Right. Yeah, I saw that. and that was in honor of our uh, ancestor, Baba Kwesi, one of my mentors, uh, one of my best friends, brother. Uh, so, you know, we did that for him. That's every year. Coming up, we're doing something on uh, July 29th. Saturday at the museum A free event Community event So we'll have like A community walk Where we uh, go wake up The neighborhood Mardi Gras style Tell them what's going on Teach nice. them about the history And then come back And have like An open mic session Over at the museum right. And we do that In collaboration With our youth And young adult division Called Museum 44 Where hip hop meets history on the And the 44 is You know Paying homage To the 44th president 
and that's our youth um, that's our youth uh, summer jobs program as well okay so well now it's all year round so we got about you know Dope. 14 to 20 kids at a time that we might have employed at the museum learning about history learning about media production I'd love to have them do something with you guys you definitely know that'll just be so cool man. no question no question okay. all right so he said he's here for the duration so we about to get to it all right so uh, for those of y'all that tuned in for the first time first of all you late that's right, cp time right, right. All right y'all a little tardy y'all a little tardy but uh i just want to make sure that y'all know that y'all tuned into this and the third brought to you by urban broadcast media each and every friday evening at eight o'clock uh tell a friend to tell a friend to download the urban broadcast media app and or check us out on soundcloud and or itunes anytime you miss the show by searching this that and the third spells as it sounds but the three is like the roman numeral three <laughs> i i i all right so we in the house with uh none other than david Peterson from uh, he's a global ambassador of cultural economic development and uh, just shout out how people can get in tune with you since they're going crazy on the live how can they get to your page social media all that no question so um, you can go to the website PullmanPorterMuseum.com okay uh, follow us on Facebook you know like us on Facebook a Phillip, National A Philip Randolph Pullman Porter Museum uh, follow us on Twitter follow us on Instagram on Instagram it's uh, Museum 44 or APR Pullman Porter Museum straight up uh I'm the plug fella myself right. for a lot of different reasons because there's a lot of different <laughs> connections going on over here. You straight up, it? straight up. You know, but uh, you know what it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's important that we don't that we represent that duality in our community. You know what I'm saying? So I many agree. times, you know what I'm saying? We separate the thinkers from the warriors, from from those who have the resources to implement things. We got to be a, a united front, y'all. You feel straight me? It's up. all one. Yeah, straight I agree. Up. Couldn't agree more, man. Woo! And y'all stick around because we got some dope segments, including around the town, posted up sports, entertainment. We're going to talk a little BET Awards. <laughs> We're going to talk some politics with the brother. We're going to talk relationships at the end, Joe. So, um, man, we're going to jump off with around the town, right? So, the what community? Pull, Pullman is in the Pullman community. That's right before you get to Rosen, right outside of Rosemore. How, how's that? Yeah, yeah, work? yeah. You broke it down perfectly, okay. y'all. So, from 103rd to 115th Street, Cottage Grove, which okay. is the IC Tracks to the Expressway, that's the historic district of Pullman. In 2015, Barack Obama came to the neighborhood and designated it as the, the first national park in the city of Chicago. Right up. So, he signed an executive order basically making that happen. That made us number 411 in the national park inventory. Okay. So, you know. That makes it that that turns everything around. That, oh yeah. That creates they got like an estimated three hundred thousand extra people coming to the city. Okay. And this is all going on in the region, the same region actually, where the Obama Library is coming. It's mm -hmm. called the Millennium Reserve or, or the Calumet Collaborative, okay. which basically connects Lake Calumet and Lake Michigan. Okay. So that's why you see a lot of development going on on the southeast side, because you know, I mean, they building a new Chicago. Yeah. So it's and our choice right now, if that d development means gentrification mm -hmm. gentrification and development are not synonymous yeah as long as you stay woke stay at the table make sure that you're being assertive and make sure that you're offering suggestions and solutions and not just being cynical and being yeah. a pessimist about what's not happening when a lot of things good are happening on the real be solution I, focused i will no say question. that because i was just editing a video because i went to this uh developers meeting with uh alderman willie cochran right and I saw some plans. I'm like, I've never heard about this. Right. I've, nobody's ever seen these plans. Man. And in that meeting was probably only 30 elderly people. Okay. But how many people total? 30 elderly people. Oh, that was the whole meeting? 
I thought you were saying like there were a whole bunch of young people and there were only 30 elderly people. You met the whole no. congregation yes. was made up of 30 elders. They plan to put like a whole oh. life artistry residency up on 55th in Michigan. Wow. In connection with the Obama Presidential Center. Wow. In connection with the plans they have for the whole Michael Reese area. Yeah. All those lake meadows yeah. are gone. Gone. Dunzo. <laughs> gone. Dunzo. <laughs> Dunnington. So, I mean. Dunzino. For real. Y'all better pick up a book, get a newspaper. Man, or y'all better do something because it is coming. But I like what the brother said in terms of gentrification is not synonymous with development. We need to get in on the development, mm-hmm. man. Absolutely. We need to get in on development, man. So we're going to tell y'all a little bit about that and more. But I asked where um, Pullman was located and actually kind of just wanted to give y'all some type of understanding geographically because I wanted y'all to understand that when we go around the town, there are things on the south side, north side, east side, west side, and everywhere in between where we can get it in. So, Reese, what's going on with the Rib Fest, the Windy City Rib Fest? When does that kick off and where is that at? Um, that's tomorrow, July 2nd. Um and uptown so you know for all y'all that like ribs the rib fests are pretty pretty good um i've been to the one in naperville and so this one is in uptown it's all day tomorrow i think till like 10 or 11 o'clock next of course we have in jackson park we got the chosen few picnic you going to that day uh you know what i'm probably gonna be there man i go every year do you yeah fam you we got about like three or four tents out there so we usually like take over a whole little section and just be a nice little reunion out there okay well that's this saturday and sunday um, pretty much all day. Okay. And um, I think you told me that the price went up, didn't you? You said it's like $45. I don't know, man. I actually found the plug, so I'm going to actually be VIP for the Freezy. And I didn't <laughs> I didn't confirm, but I have heard word on the street is it's yeah, $45. It did go up. I heard that it did go up. I heard it's up. like $45 for the... Uh, I heard the guys in the barbershop said it went up. Yeah, so that's... That's, that's I mean, really, man. from this you know, for the same park that we gonna walk around in on Monday for and, free. That but that that's crap. that's crazy though. One because this is the park. I'm not paying to get into the park. Two, <laughs> I heard that they have pretty much the equivalent to the chosen few picnic, like in Millennial Park in the Millennial Park earlier in the summer, free. and it's free. free. Just like the Gospel Fest, just like free. the Huati Bams, all these joints be free. Including the chosen few. And they just like, man, all these house DJs are coming this night and they don't call it the same thing. And everybody but us goes to it for free. And no, then we no, pay $45. I will say this the first time that it went was when I think what Frankie Knuckles passed. Right. Okay, so it was right under the the beam, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of black people down there, actually. It was a lot of us there. So I'm not going to say that, okay, that okay. we didn't go. You said it's not just everybody but us. Right, but it's just it's a lot of people. But yeah, I'm not going to that. I'm. Once you, I feel like once you've gone a few times, right? Uh, You've been been there, done that. All right. Um, What about uh, the juvenile concert? Now this is brought to you. Yeah, this is brought to. Uh, and again, shout out to Pyramid Market Solutions, LLC. And they are bringing Juvenile to the Portage Theater on Monday, July 3rd. So I believe all the working class folk got Monday off. Yeah. But then... Well, you know, I heard some No, camps. they work Monday, but then they got Tuesday off. Some camps are off on Monday. Yeah. So some people must be off on Monday. Okay. Well, they're going to they gonna work it on out. But um, yeah, so it's going down Monday night at Portage Theater. I forget exactly what neighborhood Portage is. Uh, it's up north, right? Yeah, yeah. But they had the Cameron concert there earlier this year or real late last year. And it was like a party and a concert, and it was very, very dope. You know what I'm saying? It went very well. And, uh, man, I would highly encourage anybody that is interested to go ahead and go to that joint. I'm not sure what the tickets hit for it, but you can get um, a pair of four tickets. I guess that's not a pair. A quad of four tickets uh, <laughs> by telling us what the musical theme is. And for those of y'all that just tuned into this and the third, our first 
musical selection was Just a Friend by Biz Markie. And now in the background, you're listening to We Are Young by Fun. You remember that? You remember We Fun? Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's not a, that old, is it? it? It ain't super old, nah. Okay. So you know it ain't no throwback. That's say. not the theme. Right. All right. All right. So also around the town, we got the African and um, Caribbean, Caribbean Festival. Fest. Yeah. And that's, that's uh, it already started. No, it's starting tomorrow. No, it started. Well, tomorrow's the first, right? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow's so first. the first through the fourth at Union Park. Okay, okay. You wanted that? I might. That's actually yeah. pretty nice. The park is nice. Now, Union Park. correct me if I'm wrong, but the African Fest usually is in Washington Park, no? Yeah, this is the African and so it's a totally different national ah, festival. I got you, I got you. Now, the reason I asked, I bought some incense from the festival last year. <laughs> I still have some. <laughs> but I use it quite often, so I'm just like, man. Wait, you got, that must have been a lot. It was like f- two big things of foil. And it was just, yeah, hella instant. Oh. So, like, man, every time I'm finna jump in the shower, just wanna set my ambiance, <laughs> I just light one up. But I had it for a year. Yeah. I'm like, for $10, that's, that's awesome. a good ass investment. Yeah, that is. Straight like that. And then, um, to, to uh, Dave's point earlier, man, when we was talking about um, the Great Migration, and then I heard there was even like a second migration. Yeah. I'm not sure on the years. He the numbers guy. But now have y'all heard about around the town the reverse migration? With how many how many people are leaving? How many of us are leaving the Chicagoland area? Like, gee. So I'm, what I'm hearing is... Um, Black people are leaving Chicago in record numbers due to crime, right? But more so because they always want to say is that bang, bang, shoot them up. I'm hearing this because of lack of economic opportunities. People are feeling like, man, taxes are going up. Everything is going up. The boot man is constantly Come on, man. He on you. People. He on you. But the <laughs> wages aren't saying. going up. The, the employment opportunities right, aren't going up. Right, but everything else is. The cost of living is going and up. And you don't have no budget. These kids ain't. No budget, G. Education system stuff. needs yeah. a lot of a lot of help, right? And at the end of the day, people are like, man, from a family perspective, families much. are leaving. Too much. Families are leaving, and I just want to know what what do y'all think about that? Will it affect y'all? Y'all don't seem like y'all going okay, nowhere. Look, after, I'm stuck. Look, after <laughs> the plans I saw today, uh, I'm just oh, gonna try plans. to grab me some stuff oh, in okay. some areas. You gonna but, try to take advantage I mean, of the opportunity? What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. Stick around, ride it out. Well, no, don't get me wrong. I don't like Chicago like that right now. I'm not okay. a I'm not a number one fan. Right. Um, but I'm here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be by coastal. So, you know, I don't mind being here, but I don't want to have to stay. Right, right. You want to visit. Yeah, I want to leave when I Three months leave. and out of here. And the weather. Weather was another one. Yeah, because people ain't leaving Chicago for Milwaukee. No. No, no. that's not what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> they're going west and they're going south. And they're going to a warm place. Yeah, so People's reverse migration, man. What are, your, what are your thoughts there, David? I mean, I think that, yeah, economics plays a lot, of, uh, you know, a lot in it. But, um people are fed up, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a demographic of people that's out here and basically terrorizing our streets man mm-hmm. at the end of the day and it's not because they can't find no job it's not because of this it's not because of that i mean you got guys flashing big bankrolls of money mm-hmm. on instagram you know what i mean but also they flashing a big 50 shot okay gun on there you yeah. know what i'm saying and, and exotic drugs you know what i'm saying it's just like it's a level of bestiology that's out there that's going on right now that's just unreal and it's almost like a trick right because once we began once we began to learn to hate ourselves we lost we lost contact with so much stuff like yeah. you know what i'm saying it's 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 just unnecessary stuff going on right yeah. now people are tired man people are tired of hearing about r.i.p people are tired of walking outside and wondering man will i will i will, will I it live? be me right. will it be next time right. you know what i'm saying so it's just like we got to really deal with that you know what i mean and, and we got to deal with it with an iron fist and, and the crazy thing is that uh you know what i'm saying we we, we called it our young people called it savage 
You know what I'm saying? They yeah. they claimed it, and now it's here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We were talking that savage stuff. Now people are really Look, living I, savage. I watched literally. I watched a Wild Wild West. You know what I'm saying? Incident in my alley. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant the Will Smith movie. No. Oh. No, I'm talking about real life. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And I just was like so sad, sad for the boys, right? Because I have boys, they so it's like better, I just want to hug them. But then I'm like, okay, stupid. What yeah. <laughs> what don't you get? Yeah. You shoot, somebody's gonna shoot back, yeah. somebody's gonna die. It's the never Why ending story. Why are y'all crying G? about it? Like it's this the is a never cycle. ending story. Yeah. So it's just it's ugh, I don't know. Right, so man. we got a lot of work to do. We do. Yeah, and, and it starts by again identifying the problem, but not getting stuck there, and actually being solution focused with yeah. what we're talking about—not just what was us, but what we what are we gonna do? And Naomi Taylor also said, "Taxes. Illinois is going bankrupt. Businesses are pulling out. So the divestment in in the communities." You need to, uh, you know what I'm saying, stay woke on that as well, man. So the, the writing is on the wall. But again, like uh, the brother said, let's try to become a part of the development as opposed to allowing the gentrification to happen to us. All right. Agree. So we're going to move out of around the town. Shout out to my engineer extraordinaire, D. Curtis Randall, fresh back from the uh, awards. And he won an award for the uh, D. Curtis Randall show. So we got a slow clap to D. Curtis Randall show. <laughs> if y'all don't know, that's each and every day on um UBM Radio. Y'all want to check them out? I think it's 7 to 10. They keep extending them. Next thing you know, it's going to be a 24-hour show. They just be using right. and abusing my <laughs> man. They like, just don't keep talking. Keep talking, all right? So, we gonna go, like I said, we're going to go out of around the town and go in to post it up. We got the Kurt Cobain's drinking my cup, literally, in the background. And uh, we want to start with a, a post that I came across that talked about uh, Black Mamas Be Like. Essentially, it was saying Black Mamas Be Like. So I think the example was black mamas be like, do you got some McDonald's money? You know what I'm saying? Because you already know what happened. <laughs> no, you hit that. me with that. Mama, can I go to me? Can we go get some McDonald's? You got some McDonald's money? But then did you see the one I sent you today? That was like, this was what a Big Mac was when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. It was square bread. It was Wonder Bread. <laughs> Sloppy cheese and a homemade house burger tea. That was a Big Mac, was it not? It was. Your mom's was not, when, in our heyday, was not running to no McDonald's, McDonald's every time you had a hankering for such. She yes. cooked. Yeah. Mama cooked. Not grandma. Mama, Mama cooked. cooked after work. Cooked the burger. Cooked the burger. You know it's what? not that hard to cook it's a burger. It's so amazing. Not no pre-made patty either. I'm talking about the ground and egg yes. nigga. <laughs> I know. I just wonder how they did it because I'd be so tired. You, gee, I think it's, it's one of them things like we can do anything as, as humans. Okay. And as African Americans, especially, yeah. but when you get to a point where you're not used to doing something, it seems so mm. daunting. It it's does. like, whoa! What do you mean I have to <laughs> log on to AOL and wait for the dial-up? Right. I just want my phone to have yeah. my email. Like the kids Little have no stuff. patience. Oh my god, I got mom. no patience. It died. Well, it you died. need to charge you it. Need it. I can't wait for it to charge. <laughs> I can't wait. Straight up, man. Also, uh, so do you have any? Uh, first, before we move out of that, do you have any black mamas be like moments? Who me? Either one of y'all. What black mamas be like to y'all? Well, I am a black mama, and I be <laughs> like. So what you be like? I be like, boy, look, <laughs> I bad no McDonald's today. That says okay? it all. I'm sorry. G, my OG used to be like, uh, the, the what she say? If you come in again, stay in. Like if you oh, just yeah. run in, try to grab some oh, water, yeah. she be like, if you come in the house again. Stay in. You be like, it's two thirty on Saturday. You know what? Stay in. You know what? Nehemiah said to me today. Um, you know, mom, I like this, but I also want this one, and I want it this way, and I want it this color, and I want it. I said, you know what? 
That's why when you get older, it pays to have your own. Oh, so yeah. that you can get what you want, how you want, and mm, how customize. you want it. Right. He said, yeah, but okay, so I want, I can <laughs> you hear what I Man, said. Did you process? Though. Did you receive? Did you get it. Man. <laughs> I said, what did I say? And he repeated it. I said, see, so when you get older, right. you'll be able to Call get what you want. Call but your right own But right now, you're going to get what I want you to have. Now, Yomi Taylor on the live said, black mamas be like, oh, you're going to eat this food, and you're going <laughs> to like it, or go to sleep hungry. <laughs> <laughs> now that's child abuse, low key. See that last part, or yeah. go to sleep hungry. Yeah. You have to feed the babies, yeah. Naomi. Come on now, but my black mamas do be like yeah. that. Yeah. Black mamas, black mamas be like, you gotta be in before them street lights come on. They right? don't say that no more. <laughs> right now, no, these ain't these black baby mamas. <laughs> Let's be clear. Black, black mamas, black mamas will call you from the other side of the house and be like, hey, come here. Pass me the remote. <laughs> Change the channel. Pass me that. What? D. Curtis said yes. That's exactly what Black Mama's doing. It wasn't but twelve channels back then. See, like, that I mean, my daddy. Going, G. My daddy would do Your that. Your pops would be on uh, there. Gee. Boo, I'm right next to him. Can you go give me some grapes out the kitchen? I'm closer. You're closer to the kitchen than I am. I have to step across you. My mama, y'all know she a no limit soldier to this day. Shout out to Mama Sherry, Pastor King. She about to retire in November, man. Bless her heart from the um, armed armed services. But uh, she would come home from drill, meaning she dressed in her GI Joe joint, and be like, "Help me take these boots off, <laughs> nigga. These Iron Sheik Hulk Hogan boots all the way up to her kneecaps." She talking about help me, help me slide these boots. These boots don't slide off. Mama, okay. You have to unlace these shit. These is like an ankle brace. So my mom's was just different, G. All right. Uh, so shout out to all black mamas and baby mamas and baby mamas mamas. All right. What about uh, six reasons? We're hearing around and, and posted up six reasons why young blacks, black people, are leaving the church. Talk about it. Right. So mm. the first reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a door creaking. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. So the, the first reason is social and economic improvements make the church appear less relevant. So does that mean like instead of praying for God to send you a bag, you just go hustle, get it, and then who needs them? Is that what that boils down to? Like what does that mean? Um, social and economic improvements, I'm assuming in their lives, make the church appear less relevant. We were praying for everything is based around money. Yeah, I'm gonna be prosperous. I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna be right. that. Based around material things. Right. And so they tied and ain't they hustle no more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two says the church appears to be old and stagnant. stagnant. I can agree with that. To an extent. To an yeah. extent. Yeah. Some churches, not some all churches. Some churches. Right. Right. Dude, what about these mega churches? Are they made up more so of young people, or are mega churches the mornings, the 7 a.m. services, the old folk? And then maybe that 9 and 11 be us? Or how does that work? I don't go to one. Um, I think, okay, so like let's take Pastor Hannah, right? Mm -hmm. I think his church is full of that Gen X millennial. Okay. I don't think there are many baby boomers there. Okay. They more at the C-O-G-I-C's Church you know, of God in really Christ joints and all that. You know, I'm, if you if you think about it, church is just like anything else. Time, things change, right? Yeah. So that pastor is gonna get old, and they got to take a seat, and it's always gonna be a, a new younger person. It might depend on the pastor. Up. That's a good revelation. Yeah, so I think it depends on the pastor. Okay, and we shouted out Corey Bro uh, Pastor Brooks last week, so maybe you know those young, the younger pastors have maybe the younger followings, yeah. and then the older ones who haven't maybe let go or transitioned somebody else in might have the old school followings. Yeah. Okay. Um, number three says. Well, what were you gonna say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You had something on your no, heart. No, nothing. I mean, I'm. I'm I'm just waiting to get to the elephant in the room. That's okay. All. okay. Oh, okay. We're going to see um, if we hit it. <laughs> Number uh, so three. The next one is young pastors feel they must choose between their intellectual integrity and faith. 
Mm. That, you see, man, man is that, that kind of that it? is divine. That is though. That is divine. How that just came about because yeah. because that is a serious dilemma right now. You know what I mean? We're in a we're in the information age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more information is coming out, the more information is coming out about the foundation of these religious institutions yeah. right. and, and, and dogmas. You know what I mean? And I think that from a spiritual perspective. You know, we got to understand that energy never dies. It just transfers. Yeah. You feel me? So we got to understand that for hundreds of years, we've been under a spell that has strategically been given to us, that we've been put under. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are waking up from that. So, you know, religion just in itself is just in a new space for a lot of people. You know what I mean? And then it doesn't it doesn't help when you have people in the church that give church a bad name. Right. Because you go into church and they're, you know, they're, they're judgy. Mm-hmm. Right. They're right. overbearing with yep. it. You know what I mean? And it's just like, well, why do I want to be a part of something like yeah. that? So look, this is what it says. Millennials long for faith communities in which they are safe, asking tough questions and wrestling with doubt. Up to one third of young people say the church is out of step on scientific developments and debate. Mm. So they said, man, can so you prove it? So it's still that it, it's what the <laughs> Bible says. Can you say. prove it? Right. Yeah, it's what the Bible says. They like, some, somebody asked me, they said, <laughs> how can the Bible be true? And there'd be simple things like this that they question. How can the Bible be true if Adam came from dust and he has a, a belly button? Said, nigga, you didn't have an umbilical cord. How do you have a belly button? They, I'm like, I'm like, dang, they examining paintings on your yeah, ass. G. So, so you it's know. deeper than rap, G. Number four says disagreements with Bible passages addressing slavery and genocide. I think right? that's always been that's though. that Nat Turner. Mm-hmm. Where they was trying to be like, man, you go tell these people this tone of voice yeah. is yeah. what God is saying and bow down to the master and then he was starting to use certain stuff against them right. and they was like okay we're going to have to knock this nigga teeth out um, and number five is of course sex oh yeah that that still hasn't changed at the end of the day because I mean when we was growing up it was like only the pastor could have sex it was like gee hold on how this dude out here winning and we out here get married at the tender age of nothingness dude the pastor out here staining whole pulpit out here winning you niggas having card parties I swear, man. And that's one thing, though. You got to be mindful of, you know, when I go to when I go to service, I don't I don't follow the man. I follow the message. And and God can use any of us to bring a message to somebody else. But I think oftentimes we get caught up in this nigga ain't righteous. Who I be bammed out. And you miss out on what was supposed to be downloaded. And then you stagnate. So that's crazy, though, man. And last but not least, they are tired of pretending. Just, just factual. Yeah. Actual factual. It's like I don't even believe half of the stuff that you know. what I'm saying this wafer is not the body of Christ. It's a wafer. <laughs> this is Welch's grape juice. If I've ever tasted any, <laughs> how dare you call it the blood? Right. Straight right. like that, man. So let's not get caught. Like I ain't gonna tell you what to do or not do. I will tell you what works for me. What works for me is relationship versus religion. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not religious. I just have a dope relationship with God. And when you realize that God is within, that just means you have a dope relationship with yourself Absolutely. and then you're able to have dope relationships with well, everybody else whether they have a dope relationship with themselves or not that's living man the you. pyramids in egypt before you walk in them inscribed in hieroglyphics above it all it, it they all say man know thyself straight up you see what i'm saying because when you when you know yourself 
and you know that you have a, a, a divine connection to the universe and the God force that created all of this, you carry yourself a little differently. A little differently. When you, when you think about the fact that melanin is made up of six protons, six electrons, and six neutrons, the same thing that makes the sky night is in your melanin. Mm. That's, mm. A little, that's, that's a different connection. It gives you, you walk with your shoulders back a little more. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Facts. <laughs> it, it changes the whole concept of the 666. Like, you'll be taught all day, man. 666, when I stay away. The way the brothers just broke it down, yeah. I want to be 666. So, so right. do you think that's by by, by accident? I, no, everything is by everything design. And three, 325 AD, there was a conference called the Council of Nicaea that took place where the politicians, religious leaders, and all of those people got together and chose which books would stay in and which books they would take Come out on, of the man. Bible. You see what I'm saying? Come on, there man. was another one that took place about 200 years later. You see what I'm saying? There are two of these councils that took place where people strategically decided what they were going to let you learn as That's far that, as religion is concerned. What's that? that what you, what you, you call it earlier? Saying? That bus drive, that bus riding curriculum, yeah, listen, G. I mean, completely took out the genealogy of Jesus, the first 18 years of his life, where they really, really, really go into who this guy was and, and who he was. You right. know what I mean? Added a J. The boy named Yeshua. Mama called right. him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Right. You know, it wasn't even a J in the <laughs> alphabet. Added a J, G. <laughs> the, man, the man is Hebrew with long Hebrew butters. And his name was Yeshua. Right. Call the boy with his mama name. Right. He said, we're going to call him Frank. <laughs> we're just going to call him good old Frank. Straight like that. For those of y'all that are just tuning in, woo, you are missing the dope show. This is This Then the Third brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock. Be sure to download the app. Tune in to the website, www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com. And anytime you miss us, check us out on SoundCloud and or iTunes by searching This, That, and the Third with the third spelled like the Roman numeral I-I-I. You are listening to the... Uh, Tantalizing voice of Calvin <laughs> <laughs> I got my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side as always, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. What's up, y'all? Yeah, and we was just talking about uh posted up some different things that we uh saw on the web this week, and we talked about black mamas be like, and then we just concluded with uh six reasons why young blacks are leaving the church. Now back to Naomi, she's doing her thing tonight. And shout out Chris Bates, the bass guy, tuned in on the live. Hey, she Chris. says a big reason that people black black young people are leaving the church is due to hypocrisy and corruption yeah. all right so let's yeah. stay woke all right so we're gonna move out of post it up and we're gonna go into sports that's cool Yep, let's go. All right. So in the background, y'all going to hear the illustrious sounds of Because I Got High by Afro Man. I know y'all remember this one, Z. All right. So first and foremost in sports, had, did you all hear that um, LeVar Ball appeared on WWE? Yeah. Tell, tell the people about this reason because this has made my day when you put me on, Z. What's going on with this guy? So, um, of course, I was watching one of my favorite shows, and I'm shouting y'all out because I want y'all to call in on this, that, and third one day, maybe. Deuces and Morrow on Viceland. Straight like that. Speaking into his um, Basically, he, you know, his son got signed uh, to the Lakers. Right. Right. And so he got an appearance on the WWE and, like, did the whole entrance into the stage. Like, he was an actual like wrestler. Like, he was an actual wrestler. Then he had his two sons with him. But then when they get in the stage, so they had, like, merchandise on the mannequins. And it wasn't, like, an actual match. This nigga had a pop-up. At WWE, pretty much. A, so, a, a big baller brand pop-up. So, look, they were going back and forth at it or whatever, and then, you know, he was getting into it. I don't even know who the guy he was arguing with, right? He was arguing with The Miz. Okay, so they argue, and then the son is like, beat that nigga ass, Pop. Pop. <laughs> this is how we talk at home, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> <Shoot>. Pop. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> and this the baby ball that got booed. This Lamelo, the sophomore in high school. Yes, and so just um, out here. They were tripping on it, but then they show clips of it. Previous in words yeah, being dropped. Yep. One by Vince McMahon himself, and he was like. My nigga. Yeah, you like know, on some like, Jackie Chan. <laughs> my nigga. What's up? My nigga. And then uh, when Booker T said it about Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. that it means in Oakland. And now, this is a brother saying it. He, he was so embarrassed. <laughs> he was like, Hulk Hogan, when we get you, we will come for you, nigga. Oh, <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, he covered up, G. He was so embarrassed, but he was so classic, G. He was. Shout out to WWE. We grew up on WWF, but then for those of y'all that don't know, they had uh, some copyright infringements by the World Wildlife Foundation. That's why they had to switch their name to WWE around the 90s, uh, 2000s, G. But, man, man, Vince McMahon is a billionaire, G. Yeah, as yeah. much as people, wrestling's fake, what the band, yeah. sports entertainment, he figured it out. Yeah, he, he figured it out. definitely entertaining. On the real. Also in sports, we saw that the NBA hosted, and, and actually not just hosted their first annual, but they broadcasted it on TNT, I believe. Um, the NBA awards and it was hosted by Drake and it I heard was. the nigga did well I heard he, he did. did well he did I didn't see awesome it did you job. see the show no I, you saw the highlight I saw you the know, highlight highlight queen highlight straight like that um, because I don't know what, what. why are they getting an award I mean y'all check is an award okay right. I mean move along Shoot. but there are bonuses baked in to See, that's what I'm saying contracts if you Whatever. win the MVP you get more money alright so I don't I don't know what the point of the award show was but yeah. Drake came out bussing he Firing. was like um, you know it feels awkward to be in a room full of uh, big guys or something like that he yeah. said that it's all being in my ex girl's DM excuse me with your dick Picks. With your DPs. DPs. Yeah, DPs. Done <laughs> slid with the DPs. And then who had the uh, most candid reaction to that? Naomi Campbell. Naomi and uh, Campbell. what was the, I don't know the other guy that was in the background. I don't know his name. I don't know that nigga, but Naomi. But then he was creepy. going for Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, because Kenny made a comment like, yeah, you know, good job on Drake tonight. He doing the same. But did he write his own material? Mm, shots fired. Right. Shots fired. And then what did Drake say? Drake said, um... He called him the most expendable member of, of the, the damn cast yeah. of TNT with Shaq and uh, Ernie Johnson yeah. and uh, Barkley. But then he was like, um, he said something about, man, people are doing a good job without a coach. And uh, not coach like basketball, coach like the economic class that Kenny, Kenny flies in. Yeah. <laughs> he said this nigga ain't got no clout. This dude be flying, flying standby, G. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It was, it was all fun and games. Drake kept it flowing, yeah. and he was cool. He did a good job. He very much so did his thing, man. And then to highlight the evening, now not only did they have the um, Lifetime Achievement Award going to Bill Russell, but they also – Awarded Russell Westbrook the walking triple double. Every everybody loves to hate this man, number zero man, but he is a dog. He came off the a very similar injury, not the same injury, but a very similar injury as D Rose. Okay. Came back even bigger and better. Really? Had the whole little KD fallout where they left the team to him, and he averaged a triple double on the season, and it was still not hands down that he was going to get this award. So it was just dope for me to see him get that mm -hmm. award. One, he don't get as much credit as he probably should. Like, and I don't want to do the house nigga. Slack. I don't want to do the house nigga, whatever, because he likes skin too. But they don't shout out his wife at all. And his wife is a beautiful sister from UCLA. They married in college, and what the I'm like, really? why am I just finding this out? Really, I didn't know that. Either. Exactly. But and we are the news. She probably not on Instagram or she, pro she probably social ain't. media. They know? have they have a dope son. He has a fat chunky brother. They just graduated <laughs> in masters. I learned a lot about Russell Westbrook that evening. And what was dope was uh, when he called his guys to the stage. He called Taj Gibson, who you know uh -huh. was traded from the Bulls. 
mid-season or whatever. So he went over there and uh, he was he's, he's one of the guys already. And Taz is a dog in, in and of his own right. So I, I love to see that. Draymond Green won the Defensive Player of the Year. That was dope to see. And then, uh, like I said, Bill Russell had the Lifetime Achievement Award. And there was also some dope things going on in sports. Um, in terms of some trade so like chris paul he's now a houston rocket with james harden now the houston rockets were kind of decent this year the clippers weren't but you know chris paul's a dog and yeah. he's about to go pretty much be the leader of the rockets for the next year he only signed a one-year contract and uh james harden is james harden right. so we'll see if they can um you know threaten the warriors happen. yeah and then phil jackson got booted out of new york man finally yeah finally can we slow clap this nigga out (laughs) get out of here phil (laughs) they were talking about how you know as as prolific as he is as a coach he's equally or even greater than that terrible as a gm g like the front office is not his is not his move just like jordan as a player versus a owner it's just not working out well just think about that man has been on the court how many years since i was little okay so that's Phil. Philly? Yeah. Fill my pockets. That's 30 something. Fill you my know. pockets with Jacksons? Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Right. That's what, because so that's my thing, see? <laughs> like, because when, te- when I told you about it, I wasn't, I, I definitely was careful with my words. He didn't get fired. The nigga got excused from duty, so he's still getting his money. Because they probably can't fire him. He's, he does probably, he did, yeah. does have a contract. They can't him, get sure. rid of Carmelo. They can't not pay for Yeah, and I think it was just a bad. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a bad look, man. And how does Phil? Phil just need to go sit down. Phil, yeah, because he, oh, man, he I came to the team like, man, I'm not finna be traveling. I'm yeah. not finna be recruiting. He, was, he had all these stipulations because the Phil Jackson brand. Yeah. It, it preceded itself, man. But um, And not necessarily related. But also a sports figure, Venus Williams then got into a little bit of yeah. So she got into a um, car accident. Okay, and is she okay? She's fine. Okay. There was, um, I believe, the seventy-seven-year-old man died, or he was injured. Ew. I'm not sure, Ew. but I know on TMZ uh, today they were saying that uh, it was a lawsuit being um, filed against her. Right. But they're saying there was no drugs, no alcohol, or anything like that. She was only going five miles an hour. Oh, so everybody sees her. But she was in a, a, a truck, an SUV. Mm. The, there was a Hyundai. Ah. And they were going. They don't make them like they used to. They were to. going like 30 miles an hour. Ooh, it just ran into the grill. Because she had the light. She, you know, so yeah. it was no recklessness on her part. Right. Even as much as they want to put it right. on her. She was just driving a tank. She, yeah, and the digger, the nigga was probably brittle. Seventy-seven, yeah. long, prosperous life. Probably didn't have much left to give. Yeah, so I mean, but she sent out an apology. She she's cooperating. Like an email? No. What do you, you mean know, she a, sent out a, a, she statement. Had a statement? Okay, like PR <laughs> type. Well, she emailed the, the deceased. Did she email this, this widow? <laughs> right. I don't want to be a widow. Yeah. So you okay. know, hope well, that work out. It's not a brandy nigga. situation. Man. Please, it's not a tiger. Uh, <laughs> what is that? A PUI Percocet under? Like, I don't even know. Percocet. <laughs> nigga was not. He was wasn't drunk. But he just shouldn't have been driving, man. All right, and then uh, so that wraps up for uh, sports. Let's move on to entertainment a little quickly. So the BET Awards was going down in full effect. But before that, did you see the little altercation or whatever you want to call this between Meek and Safari? No, you show me. Gee, so they pulled up on this man. Safari dressed in all white, coming from a DJ Khaled clean. Or something. He clean. Was nigga was clean out here hugging niggas, kissing babies, signing autographs, right? And then all you see is this big old truck pull up. Meek hop out with the gutter, grimy face look like, I'm finna get you. Yeah, and he didn't even get all the way out the car, and his guys was already on yeah. Safari and Safari's guys. 
dirty working these niggas against a mural. Like it was a painting across but the street. Like, noses. So Safari escaped. Safari His ran. man's <laughs> caught the flux. His man's caught the flux. If anybody's seen the video, G. What His does man. that say about him? Who? Safari. That nigga can count. Shit. Three of y'all wanted me? Go. <laughs> so he was running. They was on him. His man come up from behind and hit one of them. Oh. And then they was like, oh, you with him? They got on him. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like he was like, y'all whooping my man. I'm leaving. His man tried to jump in for him, which his man was trying to ride. But then when the tables turned, Safari continued yeah. southbound. So that's what I have a concern with. Now I got a snake. You know, if you jumping on my man, let me try to snake you. Because yeah. my man snaked you for Safari me. Safari but... said he was in his all white. He ain't got yeah. time for that. And then he went straight to the gram, posted and said, I'm good. Do the whole, do the fool out there. But my thing is just like, Meek. That shit was weak, T. Like, if I got a problem with you, I have a problem with you. Not my, oh my 6'10 God. friend that and bodybuilds and who out the She ain't with neither one of y'all. So why y'all mad? What's the issue? Why and I heard mad? it was over something like, man, quit asking me where Nikki at. Yeah, it's stupid stuff. What? Again, neither one of y'all are with her. Get over Whatever. it. Let's move on. All right. So then on to the BT Awards, a celebration of blackness. All right. So what was happening there? Because I didn't catch it. I didn't check the highlights out. But to my source, so tell me what's going on. Okay. So I caught that interview with Joe Button and uh Migos. Oh, you said what? <laughs> what do, you say? do I look like I was left out bad and boozy? It looked like they spliced that. It didn't look like it was a real okay, interview the so way it look, was going. Do so I, look like I, I was watched, left out bad and boozy? I watched the recap of Everyday Struggle, right? Mm. And it came down to Joe didn't even want them to be interviewed. It was a vote, right. two to three, one, right? Right, so right they, inter- wins. they interviewed them. They gave a flat ass interview. Yeah, he was just was dry, over it. Dry. But. Even though Joe was disrespectful for getting up, dropping the mic, whatever. Mike Drive was disrespectful. I feel like DJ Academic, you's a goofy. He's been a goofy. Because <laughs> he's been a But goofy. he's honestly a goofy. He's a consistent goofy. He just honestly. Anytime like somebody comes on your show and calls you a B a B I T C H and you say, in what aspect? There's only one. There's only one aspect that would be disrespectful. Well, and then okay, so if, if I don't hear what David Peterson is saying, I'm gonna be like, you know what? That's, that's what's up So um Keep Let's moving. talk about Man, XYZ Something I can on. hear Exactly <laughs> Excuse me Exactly And then Control the flow If they could have wrapped it up right. Joe would have stayed there It could have been good But Seamless He couldn't yeah. do it He couldn't <laughs> do it And then they got on the podcast Or whatever Everyday Struggle is Maybe it's a show now And it's a dope show And it has the potential to be one But he was like We don't have our interview format down So to be yeah. on the red carpet In that You know High pace High volume environment And yep. you know It was just a perfect storm In a bad way for them um, And then also Who hosted the BET Awards So Leslie hosted it uh, And who was that The, the black Woman from Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, with the blo- okay. What other like, movie she played in that was real big? She was in a couple shits. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. was in a couple shits. I forget. She was yeah, she, definitely she, Ghostbusters. She's the one the that black they Ghostbusters. You're Twitter, not gonna forget that, right? Yeah. Okay. She For did just a being really, her natural, natural beautiful yeah. self. So she um she did a really good job, I thought, considering that was her first time hosting. Right. Kind of tell she was a little nervous. She fumbled a little bit, but not a big deal. Right. So let's run it down real quick. Escape perform. Shout out. Uh, Candy Burris they did Was Tiny there looking Tiny was, was there healthy She healthy and looking her, happy She had her sexy back You know Okay, okay, right. okay. I think they I that gave face, him a C plus though. Okay C plus okay, Yeah that's... cause I just 
Why, why women got to gain weight? Like, yeah. why y'all can't stay in yeah, shape? They I'm can't seem saying. to handle it. I don't know. Anyway, Mary J came back. You know her album going to be bomb because she going through a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah. she got some good material. More drama. But what did she have on? I just, mm. it was she like Genie in the Bible. I wish we had our social media correspondent right here to show y'all what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, because it was like Genie in the Bible. Seriously. Okay. Tamar vocals were flawless. I think she did an excellent job. But her weed. Her Just weed, the Muppet? Her weed. Oh, yeah, no, you know who I'm talking about when I say that. The Miss one that Piggy. they call her that she looked like a Muppet. She do like Miss Piggy, though. Okay, well, her. Yeah. But I do love Tamar. But she was a little bit extra with her wig. She was flailing and all around. A little something, a little something. Chance won Best New Humanitarian Award. And had a dope, dope speech. He did. Very dope, dope speech. speech. Yeah. Um, Future and his daughter showed up with the on the red carpet with the mask, with the yeah. mask on her face. I thought that was cute. Okay, mm. mask off. Right. So he had a performance with Kendrick Lamar. K Dot. He snapped. Snapped. Changed the whole, you know, meaning right. of the song. Okay. Um, George Michaels. They had El DeBarge do a tribute to him. I thought that was dope. To so the beat of rhythm of the night, El DeBarge. Yeah. Shout out. Let's drag the soundtrack. Good. Yeah. Yeah, them DeBarges don't age. Yeah, Chico, all them. Um, and then New Edition had the cast, the young crew, mm-hmm. the middle-aged crew, and the Oakwood. They all performed. I thought that was excellent. From the biopic? Yeah. Okay. Yep, biopic. Yep, 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 yep. You said that. And our girl, Yari Shahai. The little cutie pride from, from Black-ish. Uh, Blackish. Right, mm-hmm. the, the daughter from Blackish. Her acceptance speech was dope, too. Very filled yeah. with blackness. She celebrated, yeah. Yeah. Blackness. So, those, and those were some good things. Her and Chance had the dope speeches, yep. but then... Migos just seemed to be the biggest losers of the evening. They yeah. got into it with Joe Budden on, you know, uh, what's it called? Everyday the, Struggle. Yep, on the carpet. Somebody bumped, got bumped by Chris Brown's crew, and then they tried to surround Chris Brown's car as he's trying to leave out of the venue. And these niggas were seen shooting dice with Gucci backstage. Like, I totally understand about trying to come up on some shit, but at the BET Award, like, Dude, we could go out. to either one of our mansions now, and see, shoot the five. There's somebody I wonder how long will be around. Migos yeah. And they stayed longer Than I thought Like with Versace I thought that was it mm. I thought that was going to they be it They made that Versace Versace And then yeah See I didn't know them for Bad and bougie Oh, no. See, you know him, you just didn't know you know him. Yeah, yeah see, I didn't like that song. To that mumble rap Yeah, yeah I didn't like Versace that was catchy though It might not have been a good song But it was catchy yeah. And then um, uh, Comes from I guess Them being signed to I believe it's QC Who parlayed a deal For the Migos With Capitol Records mm. But then Capitol Also did the same thing With QC and uh, Lil Yachty Also known as Lil Bo Coda's that's why soda Oh that's Right uh, yeah Never heard of that Broccoli Yeah All yeah. I wanna do is smoke that broccoli Oh that's Dude, stupid That's Lil Yachty it. Right okay. But nevertheless Uh <laughs> Button so got into it with them right. And then Migos tried to take up for him And QC was in the background Hey man I told you not to be Sitting saying nothing about Yachty, Yachty. Mm-hmm. And during the interview And it just went south from Well and, and speaking about the trash music That's why Jay-Z came out with his new album today right? That is and let's slow clap that in <laughs> Have you had a chance to listen? Have you had a chance to give it no, a listen? Do I, I need not. to send you the, the, the uh, link? Yes Because I definitely have it in the Dropbox For everybody that needs it uh, I might even put it on the live feed man So y'all lucky that y'all tuned in To this down the third Brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media Each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock So what's going on with the um the name of the album Is, is it four It looks like a Bible verse right So it says Jay Z 444 So that's just how you say it 444 I guess I It's not 444 It's not chapter 4 verse 44 It's none of that It's just 444 Yeah okay. I haven't heard anything about the album time. But let me run down this track list for you real quick So it opens up with Kill Jay Z First of all, I love the fact that, and I have heard the whole album now, right? Probably twice by now. And I love the fact that no song is longer than three minutes. It doesn't oh, seem that's like. great. I love that. And it's 10 I tracks. To it's it. a 30 minute joint. You'll work out to this joint, Z. And it's not yeah. necessarily workout music, but you can work out to it in a 30 minute setting. Um, Kill Jay Z is the opening track. The second track is The Story of OJ. 
That shit is cold. Is it? Okay. That shit is cold. And Kill Jay Z, he took a little shot at Yay. So you want to check out for that, G. And see how I that heard happened. TMZ say he took a shot at Eric Benet. He definitely took a shot at Eric Benet. He pretty much called having the baddest chick in the game and losing her Eric Benet. He like made it a verb. Yeah, yeah, he I made that, that nigga a verb. He, he said, I don't know what else to say. He said, don't um, Eric Benet. Solange <laughs> knew it. My ego or something was tripping. I yeah. was Eric Benet in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, and then when he, he said I was. Uh, Let me slow clap Solange. Come on, don't Solange, tap that ass. Come on, Z. <laughs> See, ride or die, G. Um, the third track is Smile, where his mother, Mama Carter, he actually, you know what I'm saying, uh, announces that she's a lesbian. Has four children, has been a lesbian all of her life. I thought that when I saw His her. mother is a lesbian, G. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, I'm just glad she found love. He said, my mother, he said, mother's a lesbian, been pretending so long, she turned into a thesbian. I said, damn, she's been living mm-hmm. her life. You know what I'm saying? It's acting else. for everybody else. Like, Jay-Z mama can't be gay. And it's like, eh, in 2017, she definitely she can't can. be. Yeah. She could be a guy, actually. It don't yeah. even matter nowadays. Really? Um, number four, uh, the fourth track was Caught Their Eyes. The fourth one is enti- the title track, uh, 444. Then it's Family Feud, followed by Bam, Moonlight, Marcy Me, and the final track is Legacy. And it's pretty decent. Me and the kids is riding to it. And we're going to ride um, after the show and listen to it again. We're going to go to um, Top Flight Golf or mm. whatever it's called. Top Golf out of Naperville. All right. So with the time we have left, man, we're going to just jump straight into uh, relationships. That's oh, cool. you got to tell them the kids' names. So the kids' Oh, yeah, names, yeah. The twins are here. Rumored to uh, be. The twins are here. The twins are here. Rumored to be Rumi and Sir Carter. Rumi and Sir Carter. I thought you told me it was right. Sean Carter Jr. and B. Right, got the wrong info, right? Dang, the kids said okay, that so on listen. the um, they said that on the group text. So I was listen. like, actually, the names according to this and the third are Sean Carter Jr. Okay, but look, this and is B. The, this is the only reason. You lied to me. Listen, 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 listen. You fucking lied to me. <laughs> Why would you do that? I didn't lie. I got it from a different source. So I'm gonna slow clap your ass no, out, listen, G. What you talk? Listen? So the this reason they think Rumi and Sir Carter is the name is because this company that uh, Jay Z and Beyonce own copyrighted that name, mm. like they just copyrighted, uh, which they copyrighted Blue, Blue Ivy. So it's like it's under smart. the assumption that it's smart. It's Rumi and Sir. So Rumi was a twentieth century. No, I don't mm, know. He right. was a poet, yeah. right? He was a poet long, long time ago. Dale, I get right? You know, they get deep with no, it. Yeah. And so Sir was one of the people in his poems. Right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> See, you, you, you had me, you lost me. But I will say this. I love the way that they go about their business in yeah. terms of copywriting the names. And here's why. I heard recently that Bill Bellamy, everyone's favorite D-list celebrity, <laughs> could have been making millions if he had the forethought to just simply copyright the term booty call. Mm. Right? Because everybody... Well, not Booty Call. No, it must have been Tommy Davidson they were talking about. Because Tommy, it was Tommy and Jamie and Booty Jamie Call. Yeah. So they was talking about Tommy, Tommy Davidson, another D-list, you know. But know. nevertheless, Back he had his moment. Right. But if he would have copywritten that or the, the executive producers or anybody associated with that film would have copywritten it, they would have had to get paid All every time that. that shit was used. Probably same thing with Cash Money and Bling Bling. As, as much as it was incorporated into the vernacular of the everyday today. Right, it's a young money crew running around here in these streets, right? Yeah, everybody out here name jacking. The girls right. was on last week talking about, yeah, Gucci's throwing a pool party. We was like, Gucci, Gucci? man throwing a pool party. It was like, like, nah, no, not, that Gucci. not that Gucci. Chicago Gucci. I was like, I don't know Like, there's a Gucci is. in every metropolitan <laughs> and rural area? Okay, well. 
Man, forget about that, man. We're going to go into politics. We're going to talk our little shit about politics, man. Especially so we got David in the building, man. All right, so for those of y'all that don't know, you are each and every Friday night. Brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media at Friday at 8 o'clock on Friday nights. Tell a friend to tell a friend to download the app and tune in to us on the website www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com In the background you're going to hear Rapper's Delight And we just had um, In the background you would have heard uh, After Party by Coffee Brown That was one of them joints when I was in college That everybody used to step to man Alright so in politics man I'm not sure if you woke on um, your presidents Or four or five I'm not sure what you refer to him as But his latest transgressions Um uh, he personally attacked, well, not personally, like verbally, personally attacked uh, a host of the morning show after she made some disparaging comments about him. And now Republicans are giving him backlash uh, because they're saying that pretty much the presidency is supposed to have standards and he's not living up to them. Right. So it's not just Democrats, it's not just people that don't really rock with Trump that are saying these things. Now his own party is saying, like, bruh, come on, man, Get chill. together. So, I mean, have you heard about this? What do you think about Trump in general, this, this um, presidency, this cabinet, this administration? What are your thoughts? I mean, I feel like, you know, in some cases he may be the best thing that happened to us mm. as, as black people. You that know polarity. I mean, because, you know, the illusion of... Inclusion can can basically handicap you yeah. and make you think things are what they aren't. You know, we we got to keep in mind that there's still a Thirteenth Amendment there that legally says we can be slaves. We're right. being publicly traded on the, on the public stock market right now. Damn. You see what I'm saying? So like, you know, now is the time for us to I, I, what you know resist, come together, unite, and focus on self-sustainable infrastructures all around from economics to to community development to education to everything you know it's up it's up to us to take our own destiny in our own hands Straight up. and somebody like trump is the type of person that's in office that could give us the the platform to do that yeah. why because you know what i mean he's clearly someone who's incompetent in a lot of different areas yep. he's clearly somebody who's not paying attention to detail he's clearly somebody you know what i mean who's not up to par with our previous president you know what i'm saying intellectually speaking so i mean we have we have room to get a lot more done because while everybody's worried about his tweets and this and that we need to be worried about what financial opportunities are out there for us under yeah. this administration and we're not going to find that out ignoring him and worrying about his personal life right forget his personal life you know what i mean what what bills are being passed while he's around you know what i mean that, that directly impact the black community you know what I mean? Our, our, our struggle has been appropriated right under our nose. On the real. I saw a sign where they had every single group uh, his name on on a, on a sign, and it's you know, and it says matter. You know, so this lives matter, these mm -hmm. lives matter, these lives matter, these lives matter, and then at the very bottom they have Black Lives Matter. Right. If that isn't a wake up call to that let you all know, me. right? If, if that is not a wake up call letting you all know, people are appropriating your struggle, yeah. the the blood, sweat, and tears of your ancestors. You know what I mean? Are, are just being taken for granted right into your nose. You know what I mean? So the best thing we could do right now is get together and, and, and you know what I'm saying, have some unity. That's why, you know, I'm part of something called the New Black Leadership Coalition. Yeah, tell us about that. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically our way of trying to mold the next black leaders. You know what I mean? Give them access to the resources and, and, and a, a governing body that can hold them accountable and, and show them what the important things are in our community. Not just a self-proclaimed leader that might have a few votes or be bought and paid for. You know what I mean? But we have, like... You know what I mean? We're trying to create a standard where people come together and meet and greet and, and hold each other accountable in a structured environment. You know what I mean? No Facebook Live, no none of that. We're coming together for this quarterly roundtable, and we're talking about the most important ways for us to interact, to synergize our, our powers. You know what I mean? Right. And it's, it's for men and women. You know what I mean? And we have monthly meetings, uh, quarterly roundtables. We have a, a political institute. 
the Economics Institute, where we're talking about, we're breaking these things down and putting people in their respected areas where they have acumen. Right. Dang, that's mm-hmm. what's up, man. It just got real back real, right? real quick, G. It's on the camera But it's needed. That balance is needed because I don't know this stuff, G. I don't know this stuff. I would love to support this stuff, but I don't know this stuff. All right. Straight up. Uh, what's going on with... um? Spicer, man, he's oh, out. Our Spice Press secretary, is out. Spice, yeah. the Spice Boy is gone. Yeah, he's gone. It's they been, it's been one. Was it like mutually great. agreed upon, or yeah. did Trump well, fire him? He's looking You're for fired. his own replacement. Oh, he's so he just done. Replacement. So this is the dude that just always goes in front of the media, right? Yeah, he's supposed to update us and man. give us, you know, updates no. on what's going on on the particulars. Hasn't been. He doing never that. has any particulars. He never has any updates worth. You know, knowing about or anything that we can't find out on our own. So yeah, he's looking for his replacement, and um, it's said that he's just moving around within the um, administration, and so he'll be in a different position. So he's not fired; he still is with the Trump administration. He just will not be the press secretary anymore. So he's been demoted. <laughs> That's what that sounds like in a nutshell. Yeah, you know they try to uh, mix it up, but yeah. Okay. All right, and then also in politics, um, Illinois still has. No budget, man. <laughs> Still has no budget. So this is one. this is my this is my theory. This is my theory. I believe that because elections are coming up and you're starting to see the campaigns mm-hmm. um, about uh, is Pritzker? it J B? Yeah, you know he's been down here. J oh, yeah, I, I, I met him. He met yeah. he met the UBNYD. Shout out to the Prisca family. Like, man, if you look at the top ten most ballinest families or individuals, I should say, mm-hmm. in Chicago, seven of them are Priskers. Yeah, two of them might be rounders. I don't know, but. The vast majority of the money in Chicago belongs to the Pritzker family. And um, you know, I don't they, think he's going to have a hard time, to be honest with you. At all, man. I mean, because when you're coming from such a polarizing position as Rauner, anything seems to be better than him. And I That's think what I'm saying. What I would, t- towards the budget, though, I think he's going to try to get a budget passed yep. so that they can be like, hey, remember I just passed that budget that could nobody else pass for the past two years, blah, blah. Because I actually saw an ad where he was blaming somebody else. It yeah. wasn't JB. He, he keeps blaming. He was blaming somebody he for the budget. He keeps blaming the house. Mm-hmm. And I will say, Speaker Manigan has got to go. Yeah. For you to be in office this long and mm, nothing has changed. Not, man, come on now. Come on, man. Okay. So, uh, man, stay woke on that. We'll see uh, how future developments come up with the budget or lack thereof. But uh, that's another reason for the you know, the, the reverse uh, migration is because months, like, you can't even pass a budget. <laughs> School system is failing. Y'all don't. Y'all obviously don't, don't care. care. And, uh, you know, you don't, you're not even sugarcoating it anymore. And there's violence. Yeah. And then the violence. <laughs> right. To, to top it all off. Bang, 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 ski, ski, ski. All right. And then last but not least in politics, we're talking about new developments within the community. Uh, but what about the violence in my alley? And, and again, that speaks to your point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you wasn't know, supposed to read what was in parentheses. I'm, I'm just saying, G, his home, G. Like, a lot of times we're desensitized to things until it affects us directly. And then we're like, oh, my baby. It's like everybody's baby. Everybody's baby's out here dying or killing. And until it's actually your cousin, your brother, your significant other. Until your little bubble that's, pops. Exactly. That's when people want to care. So just stay woke, y'all. It, it, it all affects us. What, what uh, Dr. King say, uh, injustice anywhere is an injustice for everybody. Everywhere. And I screwed that up. But y'all know what I meant to say. <laughs> y'all know the, the spirit of what I was saying. 
Alright So we're going to wrap the show up The best way we know how Move out of politics And go into relationships We want to thank our guests Once again uh, David Peterson For coming through man And just dropping those jewels man And we're going to um, Get his opinion on a couple things As it pertains to relationship And in the background You hear Knocking Boots By Candyman Okay um, I know you're not going to sing that song So the top five Toxic uh, habits in a relationship So five toxic relationship habits That people think are normal What's number one Reese? Keeping score What does that mean? That means like Okay And we all probably have done it If you don't do it anymore Right So when your mate or your partner does something You may not say something then But you log it into right, memory right. And you say okay I'm not going to say nothing Right yeah. Duly noted Right yeah, that, then that's when that, nigga that's get stopped. mad. You okay. be like, "Do you remember?" <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Number two is trying to elicit jealousy to get your partner's attention. What does that look like yeah, from a female perspective? That. Just, what does that look like from a female perspective? Like, so if you know your your guy and y'all together, and you he don't like you on social media, okay, don't get on social media while you up in, in his, his face, face, right? Because it's going you to get mad, and then him. you do the things that press the buttons. Yeah. I got you. What's number three? Uh, emotional blackmail. <laughs> Which is? What is that? Um, I don't remember what this one is. Okay. Um, but like, so you you know that they're sensitive on a particular subject, mm-hmm. right? And you know that they're pretty soft on that, so you use that to work whatever avenue you're trying to work to get. With is that like talking about niggas' mama? No, people still get mad about that. Depending on the mama. <laughs> Depending on the man and the you, mama. Would you get bad if somebody talking about your mama? I would. I would. I would get. I, my my position is this: <laughs> Don't say nothing about my mama. You wouldn't say to her face because my mama about that. You know what I'm saying? That'd be my thing. Like if you ever say something about my mama, I'd be like, I can call her, and she would <laughs> gladly entertain your conversation and and fly in, and you can say it to her face. So that's my thing. Don't say nothing about my mama because you're not gonna say it to her face. So that's the only reason. Use the mess. Okay, anyway, number I four. I love you, Mama Sir. <laughs> Taking them back again and again. Yeah, I don't do that. I never. Yeah, the yo yo. Yeah, once, it's, yo, once yo. we say it's done, it's done. Yeah. Like, let's just move on, you know? Yeah, he said one and done, said D Curtis, man. Yeah. That's real, though, man. It's so many it's people in the world to just man, like, constantly expand be going your back. horizons, Seriously. Dude. You yeah. don't. <laughs> Don't settle. Yeah. And then last but not least, number five was uh, basing your relationship on idealistic expectations. And I think that that social media has a big part to play in that. Yes. Movies, romantic comedies, other friends, you know what I'm saying? Or so-called friends that only like, show you the oh, good side of, you know, what's going on. My girl guy did this. Gee. Oh, you know he did this for her today. Oh, you know Gee. they going here. You bang, look what Gee. they doing. You be like, so what? So that's not us. We don't even <laughs> like those things. We don't even like those things, okay? You're afraid of heights, but you want to go parasailing because Stacy did. Right. Fuck out of here. All right? I also in relationships, we've talked about, I think we touched on it last week about first comes love, then comes. Baby. All right. <laughs> Not marriage, baby. Straight <laughs> like that. And uh, these are some questions that you might want to ask before having a baby. Number one, what's what happens if I can't get pregnant right away? So if you're trying to have a baby, I guess it sounds like some Planned Parenthood type stuff, and you can't get uh, pregnant right away, do y'all give up? Do y'all keep trying? Or what are the alternatives? Have you ever had that, or are you just fertile and ready? Yeah, I'm fertile, Mark. Okay, that sounds like a white people problem. Um, Number two, how are we supporting this child or children? 
Yep, thought about that. The government, right? No. No? That's not the answer? No, that shouldn't be your answer. It never okay, should and be. And if that is your answer, you need to stop Need not now. have children. Okay. Adoption is an option. Uh, <laughs> you can get paid for adopting kids. Uh, I mean, damn. Come on, man. There's already a system set up for that. Um, number three, if pregnancy screenings reveal our baby has a disability, what then? Okay, so... You know, I, I'm one for if it's something that I think I can't handle. Right. Mm. Sorry. Mm. But it has to be caught early. Right. Then if it's late, I feel bad. Right. Now, I tell you this, man, as a father twice over, my baby who's sitting right here, shout out to Callie Wally. Straight back from Cali yeah, with all that. Know. All right, all that chocolate. Get them knees off the, <laughs> knees off the table, girl. She like, I am over you. But, um,. <laughs> Man, when when you know how when you uh, had the babies and they do the screenings yeah. and da da da, so they told me I might have it in reverse order, but they told me my son couldn't see <laughs> and my daughter couldn't hear. So you know, BM going crazy like, oh my god, I got this baby. Oh my god, I got a blind baby. And I'm just like, I think we got some chill ass kids and they're not trying to be tested. They're seven hours old. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I just right. don't think they want to be tested yeah, right now. So yeah, and so it all worked out. Yeah, you know and Nehemiah was supposed to be clubfoot, and um, he has like something wrong with his heart. Right. So say they. Yeah. Eh, that's why it's called the medical. Pill. Uh, number number five, number four. What kind of childcare will we use? Yeah. So a lot of niggas be like, man, my auntie my runs mama. a unlicensed daycare. Yeah, I know. Just go over there. Yeah. Right. And then other people be like, no, we're gonna put them but in private school, are, Montessori schooling. These are all questions that you should think about and have a conversation about. Prior to, yeah. Number five, uh, how are we going to split parenting duties? That's a big one. Number six, how much and which religion? Will be in our kids' lives. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one, especially now. Yeah, especially these days. Yeah. Number seven, uh, will we circumcise? I don't even know if that's in. What is that? That's who doesn't circumcise? This is a certain group of people that doesn't, right? Jewish people can no. Not, I'm not gonna say it's a certain group. Maybe I think like religiously, reasons, yeah. Jewish don't circumcise, right? But you don't have to. Right, it is an option. Mm -hmm. But who wants their kid's penis to be all ugly? I'm just saying, like, if you had the option to have a handsome cock or an unhandsome cock, you would want your son to have a handsome cock. I mean, yeah. I say get it done. Right. right. Like, it just seems like a no-brainer because you're going to have to get it done eventually. But Might as yeah. well do it while he ain't using it. But there's some people, some parents are really, there are some parents that are so fickle on every little thing yeah. that they do in the hospital. Yeah. They'd be like, no. Okay. We'll do it at home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where are we raising our kids? Yeah. Chicago Southside? No. Yes. No. That's where I'm raising. That's where you're raising your kids. I know, talking about? I know no. but that's why. That's what we're raising these babies. The conversation. Like, no, you can make it here. You can make it anywhere. Right. Uh, how much? Number nine. How much help do we want, and for how long, and from whom? In terms of raising these kids, some yep. people, you know, the grandmother will come in for a week. Some people, grandmother will move in. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And from whom, and for how long? Uh, what are your name deal breakers? Yeah, so people fight over that name. If you was gonna have another shorty, um, do you have a name already in mind? Like if you was just like, man, I'm gonna either have a dog or a baby, and this is gonna be the name. <laughs> um, the the other two boy names is that I, I don't want any girls, so right. I don't think about girl names. Right. Uh, the other two boy names that I love are Ezra. Okay. And Shia. Shia, like LaBeouf? It's Indian. Okay. What does it mean? Do you know? No. Okay. But just I sounds good. It rolls I off the tongue. It. I love it. I always wanted to name my son. Obviously, after having a fourth, I was like, if I ever have another son, I would want to name him Cassius. 
I thought you was about to say Cal, but I was like, are you kidding me? Nah, I'm not on no George Foreman <laughs> shit. I would either want to name him Cassius or Caesar. I have a cousin mm. named Caesar, and I just always, when I heard that nigga was my cousin, I'm like, damn, I look up to you already. Unreal. <laughs> straight, straight like Cassius, that, Z. I like that. Cassius mm. and, and or Caesar. Caesar. And the last yeah. name King is just so dope. Yeah, it just goes, goes with, with it. it. Right. I always stick to the CLKs, though. All my babies got the CLK uh, nick, oh, uh, uh, lettering. Mm-hmm. Um, da 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 Name deal breakers uh, number eleven. What kind of delivery do we do? Uh, epidural, natural, water? I guess. I mean, right. I don't really think the guy has much say in right. that. Right. Okay. How much tol- pain tolerance do you have? Right. Um, number twelve. How do you feel about the kids sleeping in our room or our bed? That's a that decent one because at first, issue. yeah, at first you know what it is, but then when that womb gets back healed, it's like you gotta go, baby. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> I'm trying to make another one. <laughs> Stay like this. Um, what about we talked about delivery? Who will be our kids' guardian if someone something were to happen to us? So yeah, the godparents, yeah. yeah, we was kind of split on that. Like I think my kids have two sets of godparents each. Like these are your mom's godparents for you. <laughs> these are my godparents for you. We never had a conversation. It was just kind of like, yeah, no, it's gonna be Joe and Candace, yeah, okay, and Marcus. And whomever else the hell I choose. Okay, I don't like your friends. Um, <laughs> let's see, what else? How strict are we? How going strict to are we going to be? Do you whip your kids? I used How to. do you discipline your kids? I used to. I um. Now I take away things that they like. Okay. Or I oh, make, yeah. or I make them work out. That's good. That's a good one. I saw one. My son actually showed me. Just check the side door. I saw my my son showed me one. A babysitter gave the two kids that they were babysitting uh, five dollars each. And said, put it on the wall, put your nose against the $5 bill, and whoever drops their five first, the other one gets it. Mm. And had them sit standing at the wall for t- three hours yeah. trying to earn $10. Yeah. I'm like, that, that's child abuse. That's, one, but well, it's like psychological child abuse. Like, my dad would have us work out and just, and like, do different stuff. So, I don't think whooping is necessarily helpful anymore with these kids because of the amount of information that they get and then just yelling at them one you tired and two they're not even listening to you yell anyway so i just rather work them out that way they get into shape they you know what i'm saying they're benefiting from it in the long run right but and i ain't tired i was stressed out about it okay um how will we discipline our kids how strict will we be um will you will we send our child to public or private school yeah, that's the conversation you need to have, but that doesn't come right away, like as far as before you have a baby. Okay. And then uh, number 17, how health conscious are we going to be? My Aunt Kyle, apostrophe C I L. Shout out Aunt Kyle, man. Yeah, dope Aunt ever, Kyle, man. Tell me about the spelling of your name. Yeah, you stay like that. But um, she didn't let her kids eat sugar. Like artificial sugar? Good for her. When they was, let's slow clap Good her in then. Oh Aunt Kyle, God. she was always a forward yeah. thinker. She was yeah. always a forward thinker. <laughs> Good for her though. Okay. Because I'm not a sugar person. Alright, well what about um immunizations? Chicken okay. pox. So I did Tuskegee experiments. I did hold off on the MMR. Okay. What does that stand for? Noah, measles, mumps, and rubella. Oh, okay, okay. Because they said that's a sign um, that it lead it, it can push kids to become autistic. Okay. Um how will you handle any kind of coming out? So think Magic Johnson Jr. Yeah, yeah, no. How will you handle that? I don't. How would you handle that? I don't think about it. You don't think it. No. You said we will not speak this into existence. (laughs) There's one more river to cross, and that's the river of (laughs) Gatum. Straight up.
Love it, the King family. <laughs> Shout out, man, because the Pride Parade. I feel like I and, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm always checking All right. right. You good, right? Checking. You like her, right? <laughs> hey, hey, shoot that shot, son. On the real. And then, um, last real. but not least, uh, how will you keep? How will we keep our relationship strong? So, a lot of times, when people become empty nesters, they spend so much time raising the children, and that's what held the relationship together. That when they get time to be just like, be them, they be like, like, I don't even like you. <laughs> I want to go home. What's where are my kids? I'm gonna go live in college dorms with my kids. I just want to get away from you. So, how do you keep the spice in your life? You got to make another one. No. You got to make another one. See, do it again. That's yours. Let's do it again. No. And by the time this one graduates, we'll be dead. (laughs) Your trips don't solve everything, Reese. Come on, man. See, everything, I have a solution for everything. I have a drug problem. Well, we should go to Cancun. Yeah, let's go to Cancun. We should probably go to Cancun and get rid of that drug problem. Get out of your environment. Yeah. Go and enjoy each other in an environment that you haven't been in and not think about the everyday normal stuff. Yeah, it it solves a lot, okay? All right, well, you heard it here first on This Down the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock. Be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to download the app or check us out on www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com. And anytime you miss the show live, you can always check out the replay on our podcast, which is booming and taking flight. It is the vibe. And that's on SoundCloud and or iTunes. I'm searching this, that and the third spelled I-I-I like the Roman numeral. So before we get up out of here, we want to thank our guest one more time, David Peterson, for coming through. And we're going to play this, that and the third with him real quick before we get up out of here. So Reese, you got a question for him? Oh, let me tell you the rules real quick if you don't know. This, that and the third is simply three questions that we gonna ask you we just gotta answer them honestly and from the heart that's cool all right cool here we go let's play um okay so you are where you are right now and you're pretty young what what what's your five-year plan where do you see yourself in five years uh five-year plan i plan on being a contributor to bringing a hbcu entrepreneur venture capitalist ecosystem to chicago to help save chicago state um and the chicago public school system i intend on Continue to be a, to, to run the race for global economic development, you know, uh, under the cultural and tourism umbrella. I see a lot of development going on in the city. Um, I see the museum expanding. Uh, I see myself hopefully becoming a father. So, uh, Don't rush it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no turning back. And, um, yeah, that's 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 about it right now. Good. Man, okay. That's, about it right that's now. dope. That's dope. I knew it was gonna be deep. I knew it was gonna be deep. Uh, my question would be that that was this. This is that. Uh, my question would be, um, what advice would you give to a younger you? And you could pick the age, but what advice would you give to a younger you? Man, just chill out, Dave. It's not that serious. Mm. Just chill out, man. Don't take it so personally. Uh, I will also say, focus more. You know, be intentional on living your 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 truth. Be proud of living your truth. You know, straight up. Be intentional. Mm. Be intentional. All right, and this is the third. Okay, so we've heard from the serious David, right? Mm-hmm. The deep David. Okay, so what does David like to do for fun? You know, it's funny. There is no demarcation line. That's like I'm. I be in mode. You feel me? Like even when I'm joking, like I'm dead serious. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like I like to ride my bike. You know, I ride I ride on okay. on, on the lake a lot. Uh, I like walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean I, I love hip hop, just all around. So I love to go out. You know what I'm saying? And listen to real real ghetto trap music. 
Uh, Everybody got that secret trap in yeah, You just gotta yeah, yeah, You gotta yeah, embrace yeah, it yeah, That's yeah. what the millennials Are here for man That's what they're here for um, What else I mean I'm just a, I'm just like a fun person In general You know what I mean So me and my people Like even when we out building We just having a good time Doing okay. it You yeah. know what I mean I, I, I strategically chose a career So that I would never need To take a vacation yep. You know what I'm saying That's what's up and when you have one of those, you don't need one. Dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Straight like that. So we appreciate That's you stopping great. by, man. Yes. Let's slow clap them on out, man. One of the dopest guests that we've had on this, that, and the third, if I do say so myself. Yes. And I think I'm a pretty good judge. Um, <laughs> but, uh, man, we thank everybody for tuning in to another episode of This, That, and the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock. Tell a friend to tell a friend to download the Urban Broadcast Media app. Check out the website, www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com. And anytime that you miss the show live, you can always check out the replay on our Instagram and or Facebook page searching this down the third or by hitting up the uh, SoundCloud and or iTunes by searching this down the third spelled I-I-I like the Roman numeral. It's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's the boy Calvin Leroy King the third and my lovely co-hosts with the Moses Miss Reese Peasy the one and only. Peace y'all. Shout out to my uh, uh, my engineer extraordinaire D. Curtis Randall on the board letting us go a little bit over but we know y'all appreciate it because uh, man y'all got y'all got woke today man. Y'all tonight. Y'all got a lot more information that you had than you had at the top of the hour. So we just appreciate our uh, guests coming through. You're welcome back anytime, brother. And if yes. you got anybody else that you think would be a good um, voice on this platform, please, please, please send them on over. Um, that is another episode. We thank y'all for tuning in. We love y'all. Be safe this 4th of July weekend. Yes. Please be safe this weekend. Be happy. Fellowship. Love on one another. And we'll check y'all out next Friday at 8. On behalf of this and a third, one love. Peace out. Peace.